0: Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone, and we are continuing our discussion of Babylon Five, Season Five. We are on episodes five through seven today, so we're doing Learning Curve, Strange Relations, and Secrets of the Soul. So, Adam, why don't you uh, why don't you lead us in with your description of Learning Curve?
1: Well, Learning Curve—that's uh, we we uh, have a group of rangers that come to visit with uh the len and uh they they're going to they're talking about the new policy of uh of uh dealing with a basically of the new policy of bringing people from all the different non-aligned uh you know races which well I guess they're not non-aligned cuz they're part of the alliance now and uh on top of that, Garibaldi is really pushing Lockley on the what is your secret, why are you here thing, and what, what did you do during the war? And we also have a new crime boss in town who's taken over down below. So we um, even get a Nagrath reference in this episode. Yeah. Which, any Negrath, I mean, you know Nagraff, but he's mentioned by name, so that, that made me happy. But... Yeah, those are the uh, the threads running through this one. Oh, yeah, and of course the uh, and the new crime boss is, you know, committing crimes that will pull the rangers in. But yeah, I don't know what do you think of this episode.
0: Well, I mean, after Mac and Bo, this was a welcome return to form. I thought this, <laughs> this, uh, this was a very solid episode. I I liked I liked you know getting the the endless shock training in. I I I enjoyed the crime boss was a total he was sort of like, you know, he's, he's, he's meant to be this way, but he's just one of these guys who just doesn't seem to understand the limits of his power. And he doesn't understand how to, how to, how to, how to acquire power in Babylon five in a way that'll last long term. And so he's destined for, you know, for failure. You can tell from day one, but he's, but because of his sort of intense stubbornness, a bit of stupidity and aggressiveness, he is, uh, He's also going to do a lot of damage on the way uh, before he gets to that point, which he does. So yeah. that, that was that was the more fun sort of part of the story. But the stuff with Lockley. Um, so number one, I've gotten a taste of from other people around that I know and I've spoken to. Uh, there's a lot of dislike of this character I've learned uh, more so than I even imagined going. We're on Byron here again. No, no, no Lockley, Lockley.
1: Oh Lockley, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah, Lockley. There is a fair amount of dislike um, of Lockley, definitely. And,
0: and I understand the dislike. I, I and especially when we get into this, where um, I have a I, I haven't seen anybody draw this direct comparison, but I feel like they would. Where it gets a little bit love boat like with the with the backstory and the do you know what I mean? There's like a little bit of a a, a, a tangled web in this episode and next episode that uh-huh. that we have to navigate. Um, But I think it works like I feel like uh, the stuff I think you're again I think you're supposed to feel that way about her. I think like you're supposed to dislike her and they're doing everything they can to make you dislike her more with each of these episodes. And it's deliberate. And I feel like when it's deliberate and it's keeping me because in a way what I'm realizing is she's one of the things that's holding my interest in these episodes because she's also serving as a challenge to the main characters. So Mm -hmm. like Garibaldi is having to deal with her. And she's, you know, we could have had Bester dead, uh, you know, in not this episode, but in one of the coming episodes, but because of her. And so I, fe- yeah. I feel like it, it's an, it's an interesting move to keep this, the, the 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 season interesting. And I think that I think that if she weren't present, you know, I mean, obviously they might have filled that vacuum with something else, but I think the season wouldn't work as well without her.
2: Um, yeah
1: well it's the thing is i mean what she does in these episodes is pretty infuriating as a viewer at times i'm like oh no you can't do that but uh, i mean she is just she's just doing her job i mean that's that's what she does and i mean there's you know you know you can argue well it's doing your job just doing your job right but i'm saying she is she's I, i understand her viewpoint even though it's not what i would do but uh you know it's uh so, yeah, she, the things, you know, I mean, I, I feel like she's a logical character. She infuriates me in ways that that makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 how I feel about it. Um, but I've definitely gotten a taste of the dislike. Um, so i can I can definitely sort of see that uh, you know, why people feel that way. i just I just tend to come down a little differently on this one. I'm enjoy I'm enjoying her. I also am enjoying the actress that plays her.
1: Um, yeah, she's good.
0: So, yeah, I think she's a good actress. Um, and uh, I don't know. We don't, do we get uh, a little bit of, uh, Lita Alexander this episode or is she not? Um,
1: uh, yeah, we, we get some Lita in this episode, I believe. Uh, not as much, but, uh, I, I don't know if there's any, any significant, uh, step with Lita that occurs okay. in this one now.
0: So, but, but yeah, I, I, the, the stuff with the Anla Shock, the, um, the the one part of this episode i didn't really buy is so 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 i, I like the idea that they they sort of established in this episode that, that that members of the alliance have agreed that babylon 5 will allow governments to deal with their with with settle things in their own way with their people right now yeah. i would maintain that this is sort of a very gray area because the yeah. person that they're uh, applying this to is it's a not human. their people yeah it's not yeah. their people it's like a human for probably from Earth, I'm assuming, uh, or Mars, or something like that. So, uh, I don't know. It's a li- but it was a good way of at least establishing that detail, which does become very important in the Bester episode. So, mm-hmm. I-, I like that they did it. Um, but I felt like that was sort of a I don't know. I don't know how she persuaded Lockley given given that. But we 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 uh, we learn a couple of things. Number one, we learned that uh, there's some kind of past between Lockley and. And uh, and Sheridan because uh, DeleN comes in and says, "Look, we're going to handle this on our own." Sheridan knows about it. You know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do the application of terror, which sounds like this horrible thing, but it really isn't as bad as she's saying. And because uh, uh, yeah. they're talking about the terror that, uh, and we'll get into it. We'll get into the details about that. And and the um, uh, and. And Lockley says, oh, no, he would never do that. That's not his style. I don't know what she said, but she, she basically says, that's not in keeping with his personality. He's not the man I know. And so Delenn kind of holds that. She doesn't reveal her discomfort until the very end of the episode when uh, she's with, with Sheridan. She's like, <laughs> yeah. what did yeah. she mean by... So I thought that was a, I don't know, that was nice because we haven't really seen any significant quarrels like this between Delenn and Sheridan. So this is, it's a little yeah. bit more believable now as a couple that they're having these kinds of things. They're
1: uh, not the perfect couple yeah. anymore. And, is, you know, and they're not, not like they're, they're a disaster. But yeah, it's nice just to have a little bit of, uh, of conflict in there.
0: No, and it doesn't become this awful thing. Well, maybe it does down the road. But right now it doesn't become like a weird love triangle or anything outrageous. It's just sort of like a... A bump in the road for them, uh, yeah. but it but it but it's a, a it, it adds a little bit of believability. Uh, but the whole backstory to that is guy, uh, one of the rangers in training goes down below with another guy, and this crime lord is trying to set up a hit on Zach of all people, and uh and 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 the woman that helped arrange it realizes that they're trying to set up the hit, and so she resists, and they're like, okay, just kill her, and uh and and the ranger overhears and runs in. His friend doesn't go in because he's, you know, he's, he's, he's overly cautious. And the friend that, that runs in, uh, initially has some success, but then he gets the living Christ beat out of him and, and, uh, and he, he wakes up and, and again, how there a lot of people, there's a lot of scenes that sort of revolve around people waking up in Franklin's, uh, med lab. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was one of these situations, um, and uh, because we get it with the with the telepaths, like two episodes down too, I think. And uh, mm-hmm. but um, I forgot where I was there. Oh, so they uh, so then because this guy ha- had this experience where he's he's been beaten up by these c- crime bosses, the and he's in the middle of his of his anle shock, shock training. They want to do the application of ter- terror to purge him of the fears that he now has. Uh, because he's had this opponent that sort of is maybe planted doubts in his mind. Um, so I don't know. I, I had some mixed feelings about, Oh, can you hear me?
1: (laughs) I can, but I can also hear myself, which is very distracting.
0: Oh, I, okay. Uh, is is it still happening or is it settled down? Let me
1: talk. I think it's settled down now. Yeah. I was kind of getting an echo of myself coming back and it's like, ah, but yeah, I got a little
0: disruption there. Um, But he so 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 the application of terror is then they go back down into down below with like all they have like a bunch of rangers with them, I think. And they and they they basically take out all this guy's men and then set it up so that he can have a duel with the ranger that got beat up. And my question is, how come he's the one going down there and doing that and not the guy who is a coward? and didn't go that that's the part that i was sort of like hey that doesn't make sense Um,
1: i i was really confused about the whole characterization on these rangers too i i kept getting them mixed up too like in the first scene we see with them when they're in class one of them is the i'm warrior cast and blah blah and the other one's the one who was kind of laughing at the jokes and taking things lightly and I don't know, you know, as soon as the makeup and stuff, I wasn't really, I didn't get a clear impression of either. So later, when we get there and one, we have the scene with one of them, you know, going off to fight and the other one hanging back. I don't know which was which. I, like I said, I, the, the, I didn't feel, I don't, and I, plus I don't know how that scene connected with their choice later. And I, I kind of, I felt, I, I felt like, you know, the characters weren't quite drawn sharply enough in difference. But I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was, um, I, 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 had a little trouble following that too. In fact, I wasn't even a hundred percent sure. Uh, you know, uh, you know, like with the final, it, 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 it was, <laughs> you know, they, 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 they but it's like you say, between the makeup, they kind of look very similar, and, and you could, you could, you could, you could, but I don't think, I don't think I mixed them up by the end, right? The guy that went to the duel was, um.
1: Oh that okay. was no yeah. yeah, you're right about that. I agree. That no, but I just I was saying earlier in the episode I was just I, I was just kind of like feeding off the fact that I agree with you it was kind of weird the guy who wasn't afraid has to do the big test to uh avoid being scared. But now,
0: uh, <laughs> now who was the guy that was teaching them that at the start of the episode? Is that Terval?
1: Uh yeah, yeah. Okay. And now like was, that he was
0: oh, what's that? Ahead. No, go ahead.
1: I'd say, yeah, he was played by the same guy that played the uh, Centauri Emperor back uh, Uh,
0: early in the show, Yeah, he looked super familiar. Okay, yeah, I liked that guy a lot. He really, because he looked familiar, but I didn't immediately realize he was the Emperor, so that's I you know and he has a very distinct look even with the makeup on so I, I thought it was
1: oh yeah it, see, a lot a lot of a lot of the, a lot of the it's not like anyone in minbari makeup looks the same which is why me getting these two guys confused all the time was kind of weird it's like well how much alike do these guys look without the makeup because yeah. I know I don't usually have that problem with minbari I mean you can see most of their face but but,
0: but I just don't understand why the guy that didn't fight didn't have, like that wasn't considered disruptive to his end and Leshock training as well he had like a little conversation with Terval but uh, you know he Terval seemed to say you know it's it's okay it's not you know, it's cool yeah uh, just let your
1: friend go off and get beaten up it's fine like like I don't know <laughs> I,
0: I feel like uh I, I don't know. It was it, like, I, I would have thought that, the, cause that guy now is going to have doubts too. Right. Cause he's going to be like, well, maybe I'm not like as brave as I ought to be. And so, um, but the guy that went in there, like, well, I don't, I like, okay. If I were those two guys, right. If I were one of uh-huh. those, I, I'd feel, I'd rather be the guy that got beat up. You know, I'd feel better about myself. Yeah. be having been beaten up than being the guy that didn't go in there. And so that's the part that sort of was a little confusing. Not confusing, but just, like, I felt like maybe it could have used a little bit more exploration because I feel like they missed the opportunity to reverse those roles. Um, because, theres I mean, there's no shame in getting the crap beat out of you by eight people that are, you know, <sighs> teaming, do you know what I mean? Uh, he, he did about oh. as well as a person could do in that situation. The fact that he went in knowing that could happen, I'd say that's, you know, that's good... That's uh, that's good material for the Rangers. That's not something to, to sort of, you know, we live for the one, we die for the one. He established that he's willing to die. Um, yeah. The other guy established that he wasn't willing to die. So, I don't know, I, I just feel like it was kind of odd. It was an odd choice. But. Yeah,
1: it, it's odd because of the placement of it, I mean, because we had the conversation, Turval's conversation with him where he talks to him about, oh, you know, you shouldn't worry about what other people think and stuff. And it's like... As, as it felt like his failure was the bigger thing, you know, having that be earlier in the episode than the resolution of this other guy who they say, well, he might get scared because he got beat up, but we never see it from him. You know, other yeah. people talk about it. Other people talk about, oh, well, if he doesn't deal with this, he'll be kind of scarred by this. But it's not a, you know, I feel like his character, if his character had demonstrated uncertainty because he got beat up, that would have lented power, but just having other characters speculate on it was his just mentality. a matter of
0: policy. But that, see that, but again, this is the part that I don't get. Like, wouldn't it make way more sense for his guy to get the talking to and have it put into context by Turval? Like, oh no, you're brave, you risk death, so there's nothing, you know, no reason to have any problem with this. And the other yeah. guy is the one that needs to be made an example out of, right? Yeah. Like, I don't I know. I, I just, it, I just thought it was. It was weird. It, I mean, there's probably. I mean, I'm sure that's just the rules of you know, and LaShock and that's how it is. But like, I just felt like it would have been more satisfying if it were reversed. That's, uh, yeah.
1: Um, Sinclair said all this stuff up and I think he would have done a better job.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I agree with you. I agree. With you. So, um, so anyways, yeah. so I think that was pretty much it. Then they take trace in, 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 you know, they, they don't, I don't think they actually kill him, right. They just take him to, to prison or something. And, uh, yeah, they don't kill him. Okay. Yeah.
1: It was, it was very Batman-esque kind of a uh, feel to it to me, the whole thing.
0: And, uh, you know, and so, you know,
1: fear as a weapon, and so on.
0: And and I guess we should um we should probably transition to the next episode unless you have something to add because it's kind of a part two in a way. Like it does add yeah. other things, but but this gets we we sort of we get some resolution on the Lockley thing, and we learn out we learn that um that she and and Sheridan were briefly married. And and that basically the reason why he he brought her in is because he needs somebody from Earth that he doesn't think is going to murder him in his sleep, and so she's like, you know, I guess who better than like an ex-wife, you know? Uh, so uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So, I mean, it's...
0: I I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like there's a lot I... of there's a lot of exes that you probably wouldn't want to. Bring into that kind of situation so well it's how
1: it's how long ago it was was like right after they got got out of school they they got married for three months and it's like i mean i don't know i mean three month relationships from when i was like in my early 20s it's like i i don't know i don't know what i think about those people now for the most i mean there there are some people i have that i'm in contact over that time but it's like I don't know. P. I, most people I know in their early twenties are different people now.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's a, that was a, that's what I was thinking is that it's been it's been such a long time that anything could have happened in the intervening years. She could have been reprogrammed by the Cycor. They've seen that happen before. Like, yeah. why? Why? I, I, I understand why he's doing it. I just don't understand Sheridan's supreme confidence in her. But then again, Sheridan—he yeah. has shown that he does things like that. <laughs> That's it's, true. I don't think it's—I uh, don't think it's totally out of character for him at the same time. So I—I th- I think it's just frustrating me as a viewer. Um,
1: yeah, no, you—you've got a point. It does, Sheridan's decisions don't always have to be entirely rational. He's—he's he's very impulsive at times in yeah. the way he makes decisions. So, uh,
0: so yeah, but yeah. we all—I'll oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, you know, and him, him him, doing this decision and not explaining to anybody why and thinking it's never going to come out was pretty uh, foolish, too. It's like, no one – I'm the president. Who's ever, ever going to look into my previous marriages? That will never happen.
0: <laughs> also, just knowing what he knows, couldn't he tell Garibaldi because he knows it's going to, like, become – you know what I mean? Like, just to yeah. nip that in the bud uh, –
1: if anything, you think you want to go to Garibaldi and be like, hey, I'm trying to keep this quiet, Garibaldi. As the head of my covert group, can you can you do what you can to keep a lid on this? Yeah, it's a weird kind of plot line to keep a secret. Um, but, yeah, I'd forgotten it was a secret, actually. Because I remembered that she was his ex-wife, but I'd, I'd forgotten they had this whole thread of, you know... Yeah trying to trying to make it a mystery. but uh, It is it is weird. It's such an easy thing to look up who people were married to. But whatever.
0: Okay. <laughs> but the big thing that happens this episode is the Bloodhound units are around yeah. Babylon 5 with Bester. And I'm thinking, like, what the hell? Bester can just waltz into Babylon 5 after all that stuff that happened at the end of Season 4? Um, yeah. So I was a little bit sort of peeved by that. But then I realized Lockley is trying to play by Earth rules. And so she is, yeah.
1: you know. It infuriated me that he could do it. But I'm like, well, yeah, I get what Lockley but, is saying.
0: But I did have some issues. So, like, he comes up, like, like we already had that episode where Sheridan uh, says, sure, the telepaths can form a colony here. So he's <laughs> given them his protect. He said Babylon, like, yeah. the president of Babylon 5 is giving them uh, shelter. And then when Bester arrives... They're like, nope. We have to go by whatever Earth rule says because the Alliance and you know, yeah. the, and they're a member of the Alliance. So the and it's like, well, I feel like when he initially established they could take shelter there, he was basically saying, look, there. He's treating them as refugees, or like you know, it's 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 like you know, he views them as is is victims of war crimes or something. So. Uh, i just don't understand the the lack of intervention in this episode from sheridan it, it doesn't I, I feel like i don't know it just seems i i know he he was kind of trying to do the thing where he had lockley get around it by whatever means she had available mm-hmm. um and in the end i guess it kind of succeeded she gets like a month reprieve for them but uh uh, because of the quarantine, because this is also the episode where we find out that uh, Franklin is going to be in charge of sort of amassing a database of uh, information on on alien viruses and illnesses, so that they can sort of deal with uh, diseases that cross from one species to another, and uh, and and so he uses that to issue a proclamation that basically says that anybody that's been to certain sectors of space has to be in quarantine for like a month or something, and and so. And so you know these people have been all over the galaxy or wherever because they've been uh, um, uh, you know they've been evading the the So uh, so it applies to them. And so Lockley comes in and tells Bester you know you know like after he's 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 found them finally that uh, you know I need I need to I need to keep them in holding, and uh, and Bester agrees to it. Bester Bester is sort of peak Bester here where he says well in the interest of of cordial relations with you I will uh I will abide by this I just wanted in writing that you're not going to you know go, go you know you're, you're, you're that you're gonna you're gonna hand them over at the end of the month and it might have been yeah. two months I, remember, I forget the exact time frame but uh but Bester was just what I liked about Bester this episode 60
1: days I think was, was the it Sixty exact days. Amount. okay yeah. so two months
0: but Bester was sort of floating on air this episode because he realizes Lockley is he sees Lockley as an ally and, yeah. and he's even boasting about it. He goes down to, to where are they in down below the, the Psycor? Are they somewhere in down below?
1: Oh, I think so. Yeah.
0: No, no. I think they're in a particular section. A brown,
1: and, well, like the, uh, the psychics, you mean that psych yeah. you mean? the uh, Yeah. The yeah. Telepaths. I'm sorry.
0: The telepaths.
1: Yeah. They're, they're uh, in uh, in Brown sector. Yeah. So,
0: so they, they get to Brown sector and Lita is protecting them. And he has this whole exchange with Lita where uh, yeah. she's using her psychic ability to like whiplash them. Uh, and Bester's so calm during all this, like like she's he's realizing how powerful he is and how powerful she is, and he's just like, "Oh, interesting. Uh, how long do you think you can do that for?" It looks like it's having you know, it looks like it's really wearing you down. And it's uh, it again, it's very it's it's mustache twirling villainy, but I, I just like I I, I don't know I, I enjoy it with Bester and uh uh-huh. and so. But he mentions Talita at this point. He says, "Well, I have allies on Babylon Five now, so I don't have to worry." And he's just—he just seems so at ease. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, yeah. She eventually comes back too. You know, it's like you think she, he thinks she—he's starting to rally. She's like, "Well, yeah, I, I might wear out. I might do something like you know, burst a blood vessel in someone's brain if I uh, get too out of—if I—if I do this too long, I might lose control." But, uh, which was a good comeback. Yeah, that was the best.
0: That was was a very, very good rebuttal to.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You don't want me to get sloppy with this. But, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was a very good face off between her and, uh, and Bester.
0: But I guess she and Bester are like the ultimate frenemies. Like, there's a, like, I don't think he, because he has that arrangement with her, right? So he doesn't want her getting uh damaged do you know what i mean he wants, no, he wants her no, no. he wants her fully preserved when she dies so um and, and i don't remember the exact terms but i think a violent death could potentially i don't think he can actually harm her i think that's the thing
1: so yeah she has to die naturally for uh for him to collect the body so but
0: uh but yeah so so anyways i don't know i thought i thought it was a decent episode oh and we got the uh the bodyguard thing with uh Lando yep. and uh, Jacquard becomes Londo's bodyguard it's kind of dealt with quickly but we know it's gonna become important and I think Londo is now scheduled to kind of go back to Centauri is that the uh, is that this episode that's, uh
1: yeah it's scheduled I think I think uh, yeah I mean well that's why they come up with the bodyguard thing is they think oh man if we're gonna if Londo goes back there he's you know, He's, he's at great risk of getting uh, assassinated, and if he gets assassinated, he's our he's our guy. We're not gonna, you know, the next emperor might be someone who has no interest in the alliance. So, so yeah, they, that's 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 why they have a uh, an interest in keeping Londo alive.
0: And so, but there's like a very ominous feeling when they realize that Londo is going back. Like Londo just has this look on his face, and he, yeah. he has a premonition, and so. Uh, and based on what we've seen, the shoulder people, uh, this isn't going to be good. I don't, know, I, I don't know if it's a good idea to have Jakar be his bodyguard. That was a, I think <laughs> that's going to prove like a,
1: a problem. What, 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 what do you see Jakar doing to Lando? I don't, know. <laughs> what a, a... I,
0: I don't care about that. That we know is coming <laughs> It's got to be yourself. What I, I don't want Jakar ending up with one of those things on his shoulders. I think that, would be, I gotcha. you know, that that's, uh, I, I like where Jakar is right now, and that's going to be a really i don't know a really bitter place for him to go if he if he has to go there uh so yeah so i don't know did we miss anything for this episode or are we uh
1: i think that's it the bodyguard thing was the last item i had there i I believe um let me let me just do a quick double check yeah yeah i'm uh i'm ready ready to move on
0: and so then we get the episode secrets of the soul so what's uh what's what's the uh rundown of this episode
1: we well, get another another Doctor Franklin medical mystery in this one, so that's uh, that's part of it. And uh, on top of that, uh, Lita Lita gets closer and closer to the uh, the telepath group. They uh, they fully take her in as one of their own. She's been she's just kind of been hanging out with them but going home. But it seems like she's kind of moving in with the telepath thing and her and Byron have become overtly romantic at this point. Yeah. And uh I think I think this is the episode two where it's it, where it's it, it actually truly wait, I I actually I don't know. I, I I gotta admit I'm a little little muddled a, up on the okay. exact point when uh but when it becomes open that Lockley is his uh, ex-wife, I think I think that truly comes out in this episode.
0: But in this episode, this is the episode where um, where somebody beats up the telepath, right? The telepath. Oh yes, it is it. that
2: too. Yes. Um,
0: so I want to deal with that first, and then I want to get on the Franklin stuff because, like I said, it's another Franklin episode uh another franklin medical mystery episode but it's 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 one that i actually really enjoyed Um, it is a good one yeah yeah. uh and and i and i have some thoughts on why but uh but to deal with the telepath first because i think that's one of the most important things this is where we seem to see a real shift in byron's character i don't know if this is temporary or permanent but the past like for the past two episodes and all through this episode he's been very peaceful do you know what i mean he's been he's been all about peace when Bester's bloodhounds were on them he was mm-hmm. telling Lita you know oh violence is their way not our way now we did see one brief moment when the bloodhounds were actually capturing him where he sort of stared them down and he had a real menacing look on his face but then yeah. he seemed to let them capture him so I don't I don't uh, but it, but to me that was like well that does not look like the face of a man of peace but mm-hmm. at the same time he was still talking this peaceful game and this, ep- this whole episode, too, he's desperately trying to prevent his telepaths from getting revenge against the, uh, against the man who... There's like this, basically, like I would just say, like he's like a telepath bigot or something. He's sort of getting drunk in the down below, and he, he's causing problems. And he, and, he, and, he, and he just, you know, he, he has this, in the, in this initial run-in with Byron where, you know, Byron just lets him punch him in the face like four or five times. And, yeah. uh, and he says, you know, is the fourth punch different than the third? Like, how many is this going to take? The guy kind of freaks out and leaves. And then the guy, it rattles the guy. And I think he thinks that it was like a telepath thing. And maybe it was. Um, and so he comes back with a vengeance. And they beat up, uh, I can't remember the telepath's name. Was it Peter?
1: Peter, yeah. He's
0: like the special little boy in the group. He, ju- I think he just yeah. arrived this episode or the last episode. And he can move things with his mind. But he's a little weird. And he's got a stutter. And he's just sort of meant to be like... My impression is that Byron sees him as like a nephew or a son. Like, he has like a... He seems to have genuine paternal affection for Peter. Um, and so Peter gets really badly... Uh, to the point of nearly dying, beaten up with like a pipe. And I mean, it, it's like... It, this. These guys were trying to kill him. They were not just trying to hurt him. And uh, yeah. he wakes up in med lab... And I think he's okay, though, right? He's able; they're able to put him back together and everything. But, uh, but, but, but because Byron ends up being put in a holding cell for the night because Zach is jealous of him, basically. I think that's what happens, right? Like Zach, Zach arrives yeah, no, on the scene.
1: Yeah, that's the big thing this episode. Zach, Zach kind of gets villainous this episode. He's yeah. kind of the bad guy.
0: Well, so, so, so Zach is clearly still has affection for Lita. And he tries to sort of warn her to not deal with this Byron guy. And then Zach shows up right at the moment when uh, the telepaths are about to get vengeance on the uh, on the guy who beat up the telepath. And Byron shows up and basically stops them. But he's in a compromising position when Zach pops out of a corner. And so Zach puts him in a holding cell. And then he's really not able to uh, to to stop them. Right. That's the uh, uh, I think that's that's what ends up happening. I don't. Know, did they kill yeah. the guy though, or did they let him? Did they just really beat him up badly?
1: The the the, the guy they they arrested Byron for. You're saying, yeah. Um, I. I don't know if they ever made it clear, but, I mean, the, all they, they they basically, like, were just kind of mentally torturing him. He thought he was on fire. They didn't, like, beat him up. He just had him kind of seeing those visions then, of being on fire.
0: But wasn't there another beat after that? Like, that happened. Oh, there was a beat
1: down after that while, while Byron That's was in That's what I'm talking the, about. Well, the, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No, no,
0: yeah, that, so what happens while he's in while he's in the holding cell?
1: Yeah, that, that they go and, and, you know, beat the guy up. Yeah, that was a— uh, A genuine, genuine attack there.
0: And then, and then, and then Byron comes out and he's basically like, if I hadn't been in the cell, like, you know, I could have stopped and this, this wouldn't have happened. You wouldn't be dealing with this. And so, uh, and it seems like that actually, uh, weighs on Zach. Like Zach realizes that he was probably right. Um, at least that was my impression. I don't know. Did you.
1: Yeah I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I can't remember the details of this plot line enough to know where yeah. Zach is at the moment. And I, I didn't I didn't get a clear read on how he uh he felt about it.
0: But uh but then the thing and again I'm a little bit muddy too cuz I I watched this one late at night, but but I do I do uh I do remember at the end uh so 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 my point is though this whole time Byron is he's talking a peaceful game and he seems earnest about it. He's, you -hmm. know, he's like, look, we're about peace and they're about fighting and we're not going to do that. And, uh, and so, uh, but then he and Lita have sex and she, Mm -hmm. she warns him, warns him before they have sex that, uh, uh, you know, my boundaries might come down because I haven't done this since, uh, they changed me and, you know, I don't, I can't, you know, I don't know how that's going to affect all of you. And, and so he and I think all the other telepaths, Basically, see what the Vorlons did to her, yeah, which was really weird, and you know the fetuses and all that stuff. But they also learn her knowledge that the the Vorlons are responsible for the creation of telepaths and humans, and and so so then Byron does a one eighty as soon as he gains this information, and that's the part where I don't know how I feel about that because I mean again yeah, uh, I I feel like I need to know more, but. I thought... Like, I thought he was going to be like a Jim Jones type. And I think that there still is sort of a Jim Jones thing going on with him, where uh, this... Eventually, this path that he's trying to carve out collapses in on itself, and he resorts to sort of some extreme measure to to preserve whatever he has left. But this (laughs) felt more like, no, he consciously decides to become a terrorist. And I didn't like that. I didn't feel that that... I don't know, I didn't... it, It felt too... It, not that I not that I didn't, not that him consciously choosing to do that would be bad, but the way that it happened felt weird. That that one piece of knowledge twisted him in that way. I don't know. Well, was, was I misreading the episode? It was.
1: It was. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I can't remember the details of what's going to happen exactly in this plot line, but uh, I. I don't know the thing that was weird for from me was it's like oh the Vorlons did this to us so all the younger races owe us. That's, what I'm, it was like, that's what I'm that, saying. That didn't make any it sense was, it to wasn't... me logically. It's like they they didn't no, nobody around who's still around did this to you. There's no one no one for you to blame that's still around.
0: Like if, if he had seen Sheridan you know doing something malicious to telepaths in the vision then that then I would be like okay I I get like. But basically, after they have sex, he, he, he says, well, we're going we're gonna, to, like, demand a place of our own. And if they don't agree, we'll make them agree. Like, that's sort of... Yeah, I
1: don't know if I read that as being a terrorist, though. I mean, I don't know if... Uh, I, I
0: might be just taking what I've seen from the future and applying it to this uh-huh. situation. So maybe that's why I'm saying I don't... You know, I kind of need to see more. But, like, it just seemed like a really rapid shift to, to go from, you know, we're all about peace... And hey, I get it, you know, you know, we'll, you know, cause, cause up until this point, he was more, sort of more than happy to get up and leave. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, he was like, okay, we'll just leave Babylon 5 quietly and find somewhere else to go. And now he's like, no, we're gonna, you know, like there's just a determination in what he's doing. And I just don't understand how the Vorlon thing caused that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just an odd thing to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something or maybe I'm just being stupid, but, uh,
1: yeah, I mean it, it. It was it was a weird kind of uh, reaction, though. Definitely, uh, yeah. But like I said, I it's kind of thing I, I'll need to see another episode and see where they're going with it before I can really make up my mind.
0: Yeah. So, but Byron, but the whole Byron crew. There's a very Lost Boys feel to, <laughs> to the Lost Boys, like the movie, not like Peter Pan, but like there's a, yeah. a you know like a very Lost Boys feel to the. Uh, to the the den that they are living in. And even oh, I think even one of the guys even looks I, I don't know for sure, but he looks <laughs> like he was maybe one of the one of the actual lost boys. Um, uh,
1: but, uh, yeah, it's it's weird because it's like, you know, I mean there there's definitely there definitely is some truth to the fact that Byron is really ego tripping on this whole thing. I mean it's like I think his intentions are have been good. I think, you know, he's generally trying to do something good. But he he. You know, the whole the whole, you know, martyr thing of, you know, well I, I can't rest, I need to do this and I need to do this and oh it's like it's like you're you're making you're making what is a movement for all telepaths all about you, Byron. You're making well, it all about you. No, and that's why
0: I saw him as sort of like a cult leader, like uh yeah. you know, like he might even start out talking stuff that makes sense and is good, but it's ultimately gonna lead somewhere very badly because it's all about his his ego but this just seemed like a very sudden i you know what it is i don't feel like you needed this to get to some sort of dire point later in the season that's what i'm sort of getting at mm. the you know i didn't you know lead, that lita thing tipping him over feels very unnecessary because all of the all of the ingredients for an implosion seem present um, yeah and yeah. so uh uh but i don't know i don't know i, I might be being too hard on it and and, and I and I am enjoying the telepath plot line. I just uh, uh, I don't know. I, I just I didn't that that revelation seemed sort of odd. It took me kind of a, the reason why it didn't work for me is I think it took me a while to realize why he was even mad. Do you know what I mean? I was just kind of like I don't yeah. know like, why did that bother you know. It just didn't. It just took a while for it to sink in, um, and it didn't have the normal sort of ah that you would get. A, you know, <laughs> if I had that reaction to the revelation, then it would have been different. But. Uh, so, so I don't know. Um, yeah, but
1: I, yeah, and I, I, you know, this, this, this is a complicated season because you've got two characters that that do antagonize the audience a lot with both Lockley and you know, and Byron, the uh, the living Bradstreet illustration. But uh, it's, it's, and so I don't know. I get. You know, it's like, I, I get why a lot of people do get angry at this season, but I feel like the season is trying to make you angry at it. So. No,
0: I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. And I don't have a problem with Byron himself. I actually am enjoying the Byron character. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he's kind of, you know, he's, I mean, he, he, especially when you see like a character like Marcus in the in the, in the show, a character like Byron isn't that, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not that no. far off. Uh, no. And, uh, and again, I'm actually, and one of the thing, and again, I'm, I'm almost more fascinated by the people around him at times because I'm constantly looking at the extras that are the telepaths and trying to figure out where I've seen them before because they all look vaguely familiar to me. Um, like, I feel like some of the people in there might have been on Wayne's world as part of Wayne's retinue. You know, like, like just weird. <laughs> like, 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 I'm recognizing faces, but I feel like I've seen them in really odd places. Not like, you know. He's got
1: the, he's got the generic 90s retinue yeah. is what's going on. That might he's be just, it. Uh,
0: Yeah, there just might have been like a uh, a group of people that they hired who had long hair for for.
1: uh, They they just put out a casting call looking for looking for '90s style retinue and all. They got the people from Wayne's World showed up and you know just the they they, 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 are like yeah the agents like I got the people for you. These people do retinue like nobody.
0: But, uh. <laughs> well, it's important because you need to believe that these people are are. Do you know what I mean? Like, like because he's got the they've got the sort of arrangement where like he might walk over to somebody and go, "But Jim, you never do that." Like, like they have to be characters that you believe he's been hanging with for a long time and has a rapport with, but they say like nothing ninety nine percent of the time. So yeah, it's a, well,
1: it's it's something I'm conflicted on with these episodes. You know, because on one hand, I feel like. With all this time we've had, I feel like they should. Because I mean, with the Peter thing, for example, I feel like, man, well, we really, they, you know, the tele. I mean, Peter's only been around just that one episode, but I feel like, I feel like maybe, maybe the show could have given us more time to know Peter before that happened. So instead of him being, oh, this character was just introduced, we could have met him two episodes (laughs) ago, and when he got beat up, it would have been like more personal to us. But on the other, go ahead, go ahead say but on the other hand i kind of i kind of get the idea that, that by making them all more a little more faceless and and mob like it does create more of that sense of it being a cult you know byron talks for them and everyone else is silent so yeah i I go back and forth on that which is the best approach
0: no i agree and even if even if they were talking they'd still probably not be talking as much even if they weren't telepaths just because they're supposed to be like a retinue, they're not meant to be if you don't you don't want you juggling nine characters while you you know uh As soon as Peter showed up, you knew, I was like, okay, that guy's going to die or something. Exactly. Especially when Byron was like, oh, this is Peter. He's special. And you can just tell he's like, you know, like Peter is the closest thing this guy has to a son. And, uh, and so it was, uh, you know, you just knew. Um, but, but, but again, I, I, I think overall this works for me. I I think that, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't really know. I I didn't know if this, I thought this was going to be like the telepath war. And it turns out it's not, or at least it doesn't look like it's going there. It looks like it's going to be more of like a of a small scale uh, conflict among telepaths that are on Babylon Five, and mm-hmm. and so it's I don't know. It's kind of nice. I mean, we don't need we don't necessarily need that telepath war. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it will become the telepath war in the next three episodes. But right now it looks like it's going. They're going for much smaller scale. Is my impression. And um, and it and, it, and it, it feels like this might be a contributing component of that telepath war that we know is coming but it's not the actual telepath war and and so and i think that works because it because then you don't have that thing where like the telepath war just sort of leaps out of nowhere in (laughs) mid-season or something um you know it might not even come out at all it might be post season five we're just supposed to know what eventually happens um and so I, I don't know I think that works uh,
1: yeah I do enjoy the smaller scale of this season on the whole I mean the you know I mean when was the last time we got a plot where some you know underworld crime guy rolled in and was you know, like oh, I'm gonna take over yeah. you know I'm like in season one that was a thing but it's like that kind of became irrelevant completely irrelevant through three and four now the show is back to the scale where where that guy isn't is can possibly be a character
0: and yes. those guys are so entertaining to watch fail that's the thing yeah yeah <laughs> It was just very enjoyable, and uh, and also this so this episode we also had the the medical mystery with Franklin, which I yeah. Really oh, enjoyed. we haven't even talked about yeah. that, have and, we? And, and, uh, and we only got about ten minutes, but we can probably squeeze it in. Oh, we um, could, 10 minutes. This was very Star Trek in a lot of ways, but it was Star Trek in 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 uh, in the ways that I think work on Babylon Five. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas you know it's it's sort of world building, it's uh, it's it's giving you... Number one, it's kind of important because we know that Franklin is having this arc where he's going to... His role is going to be sort of understanding this aspect of medical knowledge that is something that is kind of intriguing. It's interesting. You know, you, you know, you would have sort of this concern about viruses going from human to Vorlon... Not Vorlon, but Mimbari and, uh, you know, uh, Narn to to Pakmara, and all, all these different, uh, you know... Uh, paths that that illnesses could take and and maybe having different effects on different species. So uh, it's a cool sort of idea and it's nice to put Franklin there. And it's nice that they're able to get a little bit of drama out of it by, you know, as one of his first things, he has to go and sort of get the records from different, groups of races and some of them might be more willing than others to to you know because they might have you know they might have things they don't want members of the alliance <laughs> to know we've learned that that the that a lot of these alien races have secrets that they don't want others to know and so he goes to what, what are the names hayek is that the name of the uh Hi- yeah. yeah and
2: yeah.
0: so they have an interesting background where they essentially had another species on their planet i might be getting this wrong because again it was fuzzy but they had another species on their planet that was sort of akin to how we had the Neanderthals earlier in our history, except I guess their species didn't vanish as, you know, it was still within the, within the historical records that this species was around and they committed massive genocide against, against, uh, against these people. And, and, uh, and it turned out to their own detriment because they needed some piece of DNA from, from this group and without it, they're the, I think essentially their 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 DNA is breaking down. Is that what he was? I don't know. I didn't know that. I quite understood it, but it sounded like each generation they're getting weaker. And so, yeah,
1: they needed the interbreeding. I mean, yeah, the, the science behind it, I, I they didn't go into at all, and I, I don't. Uh, so I can't I can't explain any of that. But I mean, it made sense, like on an abstract level, at least to me. Okay. Yeah, that the uh, apparently somehow the the occasional crossbreedings. Kept them stable. So, and, uh,
0: so, and this happened way back, right? This happened a long time ago, uh, but they still wanted to keep it secret. And so, eventually, it does come to light. And and you know, there's a whole, there's a lot of, there's a lot of maneuvering. And one of the, uh, one of the Hayek tries to hold him at gunpoint. But I don't know. I I was enjoying it all, and I was really enjoy. I enjoyed hearing the story of what happened. Um, I thought Franklin's. Franklin's judgment of them was a little bit harsh. I thought, given that they weren't even involved in the genocide. I that,
1: I think he was angling, to be honest. Cause I, okay. yeah, I thought it was, it was kind of unfair him going, Oh, I can't help you. It's like, yeah. cause it, it's ironic too. It's like, well, you know, I was like, where, 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 have, where have all the Neanderthals gone? Franklin. Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> what happened to them after all? Huh? But, uh, the, but yeah, I mean, there was that. And, I mean, but it, I, I feel like, because what, what, you know, what, he, what he ultimately said was, I can't help you because you're keeping this a secret and we need to make this a big project. We can't, you know, we're going to need to set up a oh, you know, yeah. big operation on your planet. So I, I feel like he was kind of angling from the point that we can't secretly fix this. If we fix this, it's going to have to be a a grand, grand program on your planet. We can't do that if people don't know.
0: That's I, I can't. That's a good so, point.
1: But you know, I, I think partly it was just him being angry too. Like if part was like, No, I'm angry at you. You you did like this I could hard. get
0: if they had done it. Like if they had done it, I would have been or even if it was like yeah, one generation was, ago or two generations. It was eight
1: hundred years yeah, ago. Yeah. So But this is like
0: this is like uh what would be an equivalent to this? I mean this
1: It's like what's like, getting getting mad at the Norwegians over the Viking invasion of yeah,
0: England. Yeah. <laughs> or the fall of constantinople like 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 holding a grudge about the fall of Con- you know they're, they're, it's just Actually, so- that's a little it. yeah but, but you know what i mean like the, the the you know any any you know when something's like you know over over 400 years old it's uh um you know uh, so so anyways i don't know i i think uh but it was it was good i i i still enjoyed it and uh and, and I liked the Hayek. They were kind of an interesting race. And I don't know. There's something very murder she wrote about them. They had like an Angela Lansbury look to them. <laughs> they had a
1: race of Angela Lansbury.
0: <laughs> they, they did. They looked like Angela Lansbury to me. Um, <laughs> and it was appropriate because it was a mystery, you know? So um, There you go. So, go. But, uh... Um,
1: yeah, I like I like that they uh, they both had. I mean, a lot of times when you deal with the, the the minor races in the non-aligned worlds, they kind of avoid ever giving them particular names. And it was it was Tall, and it was her attaché Kieran. Like you know, like the main the main races all have their named ambassador and uh, attaché. And I was like, oh, that, yeah. that's kind of cool. We no impact
0: because of that, I thought that they were Narn at first, because I didn't get a good, like when I first saw them, I thought they were just like strange looking Narn. And, uh, <laughs> and, and she said, this is my attache. So I was like, oh, it must be a Narn then. Like, uh, you know, it just, uh,
1: it seemed very Narnish to yeah. you. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that was, uh, that was a nice touch. But yeah, I, I, I like that story on the whole and it's kind of unresolved. It doesn't it doesn't doesn't go into melodrama that they're doomed or you know, and it's not solved. It's just like oh, it's this you know, problem we're gonna deal with it, which is uh, I think a a good Babylon Five resolution to the story.
0: Yeah, no, it it worked for me, and uh and unfortunately we're gonna have to end it here because uh we're coming up on the hour, but um dude, do, do you have anything you want to add about the uh the episodes that we saw? Or we... I think I'm good. Yeah. All right. So we're on. So we just finished episode seven. So we'll hopefully get to eight, nine, and ten by next time, and uh, we will uh, be making our way through this season. You know, and and again, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's a different season than four. It's a different season than three. I don't know if it's going to crank up in a big way or not. Um, but so far, with the exception of that Mac and Bow episode, I'm pretty happy with what I've seen. It's like a nice winding down of the show, um, and I think that's what's needed here. Uh. Again, maybe they'll surprise me and go another direction, but I, I don't mind the winding down aspect of the season. Um, which isn't to say there won't be like a climax, just that I don't think this is going to rise quite to the level of season four. That seemed like a really big, that was a big you know, mountain to...
1: Yeah, and you could feel them winding it down too. Like, you know, okay, Franklin's going to leave the med lab and he's taking this job investigating aliens. You know, Delann and Sinclair... Or and Sheridan are... Are preparing to to go to Minbar, building the capital. Uh, you know, Londo's ready to move off to Centauri. It's like everything is that they're, they're getting ready to turn off the lights here.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got that. It's got that feel. And so I think that's what's needed. Uh, I, you know, it's a, it's a good way for the show to go out. Um, and we'll see what happens. The big thing I'm wondering about is does Garibaldi live or not? That is the big mm. sort of mystery to me. Uh, also, I guess Lita, because I have a feeling that she's either in the room shooting him or at least involved and if she's not the person in there you know maybe she's already died i don't like i've sort of been trying to construct what happens based on these pieces they gave us and uh it's driving me crazy uh and i'll probably be wrong because i'm usually wrong about this stuff but uh it's part of the fun yeah but anyways all right so we'll let you go and we will uh, we will be back on hopefully soon and on Friday we're gonna finish up the Brave Archer series. Yeah. So we have the Brave Archer and then what I'm really looking forward to is the Chinese ghost story the following week. That is we're gonna end uh, we're gonna end February with a romantic tale uh, between the human realm and the, and the ghost realm. So uh, looking
1: forward to both movies very much.
0: All right so we will uh, we will be back on and talk to you later.